Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hey girl, welcome back. I love always connecting with you and in today's episode, we are talking about our bodies, our body image, and it's not really a conversation most of us had with our loved ones, um, our mothers, our friends. You know, I'll speak for myself. I just a couple years ago came um, out to share my, you know, a short piece of my body image journey in a Women's Health magazine article, which I sent to my family members. I'm not really sure what they thought about it, but <laughs> that was my truth. And, um, you know, it's a part of me. And you may have heard this, you know, story in a previous episode, but just so that you have a bit of context, um, Growing up, I had my own body image challenges at a very young age, honestly, like most women. So I was eight years old. I remember being with my mom at a doctor's office. I stepped on a scale um, and the doctor told me I was quote unquote obese, whatever that meant, because I liked how I looked at the age of eight. I don't think I was ever really thinking too much about like my appearance and you know, the doctor told me I needed to lose weight. So after that interaction, I was like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with my body. And that kind of stuck with me, um, you know, at, you know, throughout my adolescence, going into my teens and all that. And I was in an environment where I always had a larger body size compared to my peers. My peers were like super skinny. I had all the curves, the large breasts, the hips, the butt, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so... Fast forward years later, I found myself over exercising. I would literally stay at the gym for like four hours doing cardio. I'm not even lying. Or if I, I didn't get a chance to do four hours, I would do like two hours in the morning. I'll come back to the gym like in the evening for another two hours because I thought, hey, you know, that's what I was supposed to do. And I was not nourishing my body as I should. I was eating a lot less. I wanted to just, you know, look like everybody else around me and I was already the oddball out. I mean, being the only black girl in my class, you know, I, I just I wanted to do everything I could to just blend in with everyone else. And so I thought me, you know, by doing these things, that was the definition of healthy. And yeah, I lost the weight. And I'm telling you, I was like probably in my way, like eighth grade. I was probably like in eighth grade or ninth grade at this point when I just lost a bunch of weight. I mean, I went from like a size 10, 12 to like a four, six. Um, so yeah, I'm happy where I am. Like, I'm, I'm happy that I'm on the other side right now. And, you know, where I'm not as vulnerable as I was, you know, back then. Um, it's definitely been a journey. And I know I'm not the only one who's experienced maybe something similar to this. So if you are listening and you grew up having body, you know, image challenges, um, and it's kind of like carried into your adult journey, I want you to know that you are not alone because there's a lot of women that struggle with this and in silence. You would absolutely never, ever, ever know. And I'm sure like when I shared a little bit about my body image challenges, um, maybe I had some friends that were surprised reading it because it wasn't something that 
I talked about in my teenage years. And so, yeah, like I, I would love to hear your body image story. If you have one, please like, you know, check out the show notes and shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you. Um, and in fact, a couple days ago, we posted on our Instagram stories this question. What does body appreciation look like to you these days? And I want to read you some of these things that people said. So here's one. Buying clothes, what actually fit me and make me feel like I'm a star. I love this one because I feel like a lot of us, like let's say, um, you know, like during this pandemic time, we keep hearing it. A lot of people have gained weight, et cetera. And so, you know, are you the type of person that like just would squeeze into like those pair of jeans or you're going to the store to buy a new pair? Like I just feel like a lot of us don't want to like let go of our clothes and it's okay if you do you know so here's another response that we got she says i just had my son a few weeks ago i'm still navigating what this looks like my body just grew a baby and i'm proud of that that was like so beautiful to read and another one that my body can keep up with the physical demands of taking care of my family Yeah, it's just so cool because we are all super unique and on our own, you know, journeys. Now, here's some statistics that I want to share with you, and you probably have heard this before. By the onset of adolescence, about 40 to 60% of girls are concerned with their weight. And by adulthood, over 90% of women are insecure about their bodies and appearance, leaving them vulnerable to developing eating disorders, body dysmorphia, and other body image struggles. 90% guys that's a lot and at some point I do want to bring in a body image expert um, to come and talk about some of these specific topics around body image mainstream culture perpetuates impossible beauty standards and body ideals that leave a harmful imprint that can last a lifetime and this is the part that really has impacted a lot of women negatively i mean because we feel like we have to live up to this standard based on what we see in the media magazines and social media and uh, you know celebrity images etc which in most cases i mean these beauty standards are just not realistic at all let's just be real when it comes to a woman's body it is constantly going through changes from your teenage years to your 60s and beyond and guess what that's completely normal it is a part of life and it's our bodies are meant to change so let's walk through the life cycle very briefly here because i'm trying to make a point so in your teenage years i mean we have experienced puberty that's when it happened it was like the first major challenge like young girls um, face like in this time frame in terms of like your body changing right you had some shifts in your hormones and as a result it you know some changes occurred with your skin your hair your breasts maybe you got a little extra body fat here and there like I did around your hips and your thighs Um, and so then you head on over into your 20s now this is the time where you are growing into your adult shape. Some people may develop earlier where in their teens or late teens, this may have happened. But, you know, you're you're establishing your routine, your grooming routines that become like lifelong habits. And there's this like sort of pressure to look good 24-7. Then you're in your 30s. And a lot of women in this age group, they're, you know, you're, you're focused on maybe raising your children. Maybe you're getting pregnant around this time. Or you're challenged by some of the changes that your body is going through. And you might even start to see some wrinkles here and there. I have not 
you know, experienced that yet, but yeah. <laughs> so, and then we had an over into our, our forties, our fifties. And so, and beyond really, this is a time where you're experiencing more hormonal changes, especially with perimenopause and menopause, which impacts every woman differently. And some people may gain weight. Others may notice changes with their appetite, your hair, your skin, and the list goes on. And so I'll stop here, but I hope you get the point that our bodies have always been changing from when we were little up until now, and it's going to continue to change. And as I mentioned, like it's, it's completely normal. All right. So what is a healthy body image? I think it's so important for me to just generally share what this is. A healthy body image means you feel comfortable in your body and you feel good about the way that you look. This includes what you think and feel about your appearance and how you judge your own self-worth. And someone with a negative body image, they may see themselves as a distorted image of who they really are. They feel uncomfortable and ashamed, self-conscious, and so much more. And having a negative body image can put you at a higher risk of certain mental health conditions, such as eating disorders and depression. Now, when it comes to women's health issues, this can lead to an array of body image challenges. And I want to share a few examples of how this may happen. For someone living with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, they may deal with physical side effects such as excessive weight gain and cravings that may lead to a lack of self-control. So maybe you're binging on foods. Also, other symptoms like acne or excessive hair growth, which can appear around your chin area or various parts of your face and body, which can be extremely stressful or challenging to manage at times that can lead to body image struggle. And then pregnancy and postpartum. So during pregnancy, your body goes through several changes, including weight gain, because your hormones are constantly fluctuating, which causes your stomach to get larger, your breasts to get larger in some women um, as the baby grows and your body, you know, prepares for breastfeeding. You may even develop things like stretch marks or, you know, your skin may have breakouts or you may also be more tired than the usual and have mood swings. So and think about it, a negative mood may make you more likely to have unhealthy thoughts about your body. And we know like women's bodies are so amazing for the ability to nourish and deliver a baby. Now, pregnancy changes your body in so many ways. After giving birth, especially during this like postpartum phase, it may take a while for it to get back to the way it was before, or it may never, ever completely return to the way it looked like before pregnancy. And this is why it can be so challenging to kind of manage these, these transitions and changes around your body. And although these changes are normal, like some women just struggle with keeping a more positive or neutral body image after the baby is here. Now let's talk about infertility. Women who struggle with infertility sometimes go through body image challenges. And someone told me before that she did not like her body because she was so used to it, you know, doing everything until it couldn't do something. In her case, it couldn't get pregnant. She tried everything, you know, different diets and rested more and took medications, like the whole nine yard, and still she did not get pregnant, which was, I mean, it's very heartbreaking for her. And maybe you're that person going through this, and I want you to know, like, no matter how hard it is on this journey, you can definitely find that peace in your journey, whatever that looks like to you. For women who have fibroids, managing certain fibroid symptoms, if you're experiencing that, such as pain and heavy and often like unpredictable menstrual bleeding, 
It may lead to a sense of helplessness and some may struggle with self-esteem and the feeling that they don't have control over their own bodies. And in some cases, fibroids may cause, you know, your abdominal area or stomach to kind of like protrude. And I've also worked with clients who've had this concern. And it can be very frustrating when people come up to you and ask you questions like, how many months are you? Or, oh, you're expecting. I mean, like this is the one millionth reason why we need to stop asking people like when they're having kids like simple I can keep going on and on and it's tough like having to manage a health condition and at the same time trying to make peace with your body it's difficult and our body image it's a lifelong journey not a quick fix but you know it's it can be doable and it starts with you and sometimes you may need a little extra you know professional help but you will absolutely overcome that in your own way. And I truly, truly believe that. So I'm asking you today, where do you stand with your body? Like on a scale from one to 10, with 10 being the most positive, like how would you rate your body image? Are there any aspects of your body, you know, appearance or otherwise that you actually like? What aspects of your body feel the most painful to you? I think we do have to think about those things. How much does your body image impact your eating and exercise choices? You know, and and we did an episode like a couple episodes ago with Giovanni, who was an eating disorders um, coach, and and she brought such great information because sometimes you know how we feel about our body can impact our relationship with food, and so she really did a good job of like breaking things down and offering some tips. So if you have not listened to that episode, definitely head on over to that episode. But yeah, like your body image is what you think and how you feel when you look in the mirror or when you picture yourself in your mind. That includes how you feel about your appearance, what you think about your body itself, like such as your height, your weight, how you feel within your own skin. It's not always related to weight or size. It could be like any part of your body. And not only that, but it also includes how you behave as a result of your thoughts and feelings. And having a more positive or neutral body image does not mean being totally happy with all aspects of your body. I feel like some some of us, most of us honestly would never get to a point of like having body love or experiencing body love, which is why sometimes it's kind of like, I don't know how to say this, but it's kind of like um, frustrating or I, I feel a little like cringe when everything online it's about body love, body love, love your body this, love your body that. And I'm just like, that's not realistic for a lot lot of women, you know? And I mean, maybe you actually got to a point in your journey where you feel more appreciative of your body, right? And then something pops up and now you feel like, oh my goodness, I have to start from ground zero. I have to start all over again. And that's okay. It happens. Like that's normal. And so many women struggle with that. But all in all, I just really feel that, you know, In our own unique journeys, we should really know where we stand with our bodies and really understand like where we want to go and how how we truly feel and how we can make peace right now. Um, You know, developing greater body appreciation, it can significantly improve your body satisfaction. Think of body image as something you build a relationship with, expecting a range of emotions. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, you're going to have changes. Like it's it's going to be frustrating at times. It's going to be exciting at times. You're going to feel good at times, but 
it's like a roller coaster of experiences. And, and that's just the nature of it, right? But it's important to, number one, understand like the root cause of your body dissatisfaction if that's where you are in your journey right now. And number two, like gaining that deeper understanding of why you're unsatisfied with certain areas of your own body. And once you're aware of these negative thoughts, you can actually take steps to shift towards a more positive outlook. Yeah. So where do you go from here? I think being honest with yourself, like what, where are you on your body image journey? Like how, how do you think about your body, right? You have to identify and determine what actions you should be taking to shift your mindset. And I think too, you know, seeking out help from a therapist or a dietitian that specializes in body image. I mean, that's important because sometimes we can't do it on our own. Like the journey can be very complex, right? With a lot of layers to it. But, you know, body image is something that has to be actively worked on and requires like real skills. Now, I want to share five tips that you can implement today, no matter what part of your body image journey that you're on. Number one, know the power of your body. No matter what health challenge you have or disability, I mean, this is different for everyone, but your body, like it has so many functions from the internal processes that happen, like digesting food or your ability to walk and see to the many talents that you have or just being able to communicate with others and taking care of your daily activities and needs and your ability to take care of others. So just thinking about like the power that your body actually has, I feel it's it's such a great way to See your body beyond the physical appearance of it. Number two, I feel like this is one that we can all take away from, which is cutting out negative media. This might be different for everyone. So of course, like in whatever way that makes sense to you, but I think just reflecting on how some of these different social media sites like Instagram and specific websites and magazines, TV shows, how all these things make you feel and then cut out the sources that, you know, make you feel um, bad, right? And if it's not giving you good energy, like cut it out. It's not needed. It's not necessary. Number three, focus on whole health. Think about all of these areas of your wellness, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health. Think about the amazing work you do or your academic success, your relationship with your family, your friends, focusing on what really makes you happy and self-care. I mean, you know, that's, that's, we know that that part of the picture is really um, needed. It's really essential. Set aside time to work on these areas of your life and you might just reduce that unhealthy focus on your body image. Number four, exercise, but for the right reasons. Okay. So changing our views on exercise is essential in the pursuit of loving our bodies. Listen to your body and exercise for the joy and fun of it. We should not be, you know, using exercise as a punishment, like focus on how good your body feels when you're moving and sweating, find exercise or activities that make you happy and that you actually want to do. And lastly, positive self-talk. I feel like this goes a really long way. And maybe you love your legs or you're really part of, you know, or you're really proud of how strong your arms have become. Show love to all parts of your body, even the parts that you truly dislike. I mean, it's all about like shifting your mindset. And the more you say it, the more you might start to believe it. Grab a journal, write it down, be kind to yourself. And consistent with your practice. I know it gets rough and all these things are easier said than done, but I do think and believe that 
one of the many ways we can work towards a more neutral or more positive body image is if we are honest and we are able to give ourselves some grace. Be grateful for the positive things that your body can actually do because one thing that your body can do, someone else's body can't, right? And so know that our bodies go through constant changes and they will continue to do so. It's just a part of life. There's no formula out there on how to love your body, but you can create your own formula. And that's the beautiful part about this journey. All right, ladies, I'm going to listen to this episode myself (laughs) so I can practice some of these tips because we all have something we can take away from this episode. I truly believe that. So join me and some phenomenal women in D.C. on August 21st. We are actually going to continue this conversation live at our Bloom Women's Health Summit. So if you're interested, if you are in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, on the East Coast, please head on over to the show notes and shoot me an email or subscribe to our newsletter because the details are coming out in a couple days. You must be there. Trust me, it's going to be empowering for all women from all walks of life, all shapes and colors and sizes. We are keeping it real with topics around fertility, infertility, and body image. So please, when we put out the details of this summit, share it with your friends, especially if you have people living here in the D.C. metropolitan area. You are invited, and I would love to meet you there. If you enjoyed today's episode on body image and bracing its changes, please leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep flourishing. 